Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number four. And um, my name is Morgan Option, the host. I got my co-host Brandon on here as well, and I got our guest, uh, race car driver slash crew member Ken McCormick. So, welcome, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Not too bad. So, first off, Ken, we're gonna get right into the questions. Um, I got some questions, and I know my co-host there, Brandon, has got some questions for you. So, I'm gonna start them off. So, Ken, what got you into racing in general? What got me into racing in general? Yes, uh, sir. Well, I've been around the track for a long time, ever since I was little. Uh, my parents uh, owned a Thunder car. Uh, they'd bought off of Jason Whitty a long, long time ago. Uh, my stepmom was into Thunder cars. Um, then I guess I've just been kind of hooked with the bug. So... That's uh, we love. We always like uh, the interview with I did with Brandon. We always like you know the childhood memories and stuff like that. So that's great to hear. So next question here: uh, What made you start racing your own car? Because we know we did race uh, a bone stock a couple of times. So what made you start racing your own car? And what made you join um, race teams? Because I know you you joined a couple of different teams. So kind of give everybody you know your your background on that. Uh, well, uh, to be honest, um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's like you said, it started out with me helping a couple of teams, uh, a couple of mini stock drivers. Um, and then, uh, I had the opportunity to, uh, help, a a, a fellow racer with his, uh, his bone stock and, uh, one driver just, he happened to not want to race that day. And I had my gear in my car and he just kind of asked me, Hey, you know, you want to give it a shot like this, you know? The keep let the driver keep his points you get some you know seat time and uh after that it's like as they say it was kind of history yeah that's always that's always great and i you know i i come from the background as well you know racing and, and helping as well so it's always fun to to go back and forth so now i'm gonna it, uh, hand it over to my uh co-host here the he's got some uh questions here for you um First question I got for you, bud, is uh, what's your least favorite memory and what's your most memorable memory, racing or anything to do with racing? Um, my least favorite memory would have to be uh, running the bone stock feature at sunset two years ago now, um, and my wheel came off, and I, <laughs> I happened to hit the wall. That yeah, was a really painful incident. That hurt. <laughs> um, I got to say my most memorable memory would have to be running my very own car for the first time at the uh, Fall Velocity 250 and then running out front for all of two laps. Hey, man, you're leading it. You're leading it. There's no saying no. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, the next question I got for you, um, me and Morgan kind of chatted about this for probably a good half hour. And so, <laughs> um, what what series or like 
what series catches your eye the most? Like, does just one catch your eye or does a couple? Um, honestly, there's probably a couple of series that catch my eye. Uh, just because I've been able to help a couple of guys that are, you know, good, close friends. Um, I'd almost say like family, really. Um, super stocks for one. Uh, hot rods, definitely a close second. Only because they, they really resemble what stock car racing used to be. Like, you know, a Chevelle was a Chevelle. A Camaro used to be a Camaro. None of this you know, futuristic, you know, space cars. <laughs> that I can agree with. <laughs> I think we can both agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was my pick too, was Hot Rods and Superstar. So. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pass her back over to Morgan. I think he's got a couple more for you. So, so, right. so like I, uh, I'll add on to that uh, series and stuff like that, me and Brandon, like he said, you know, we, we had a good probably a 20-minute, you know, almost <laughs> Probably the whole podcast there, the first episode, was just going back and forth on, you know, different series and, and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, you know what? Me and Brandon both said the, the hot rods are, you know, bring back childhood memories for basically all three of us. So, so, yeah, so I'm going to uh, go on here. So what driver – so this is going to be kind of like a two-parter. Uh, what driver uh, do you uh, can – think you have to watch out for and then what i'm going to add on is let's go from all the divisions at sunset so we're going to start at the bone stocks go through bone stocks minis super stocks and i don't know if sunset's run the late models this year but we'll jump right to the pro late so what driver do you think out of all those divisions what's one driver or two drivers you think that you have to watch out for or you're going to keep um, you know watching out for well, you know, thinking about that question, really, there's there's a couple of drivers in each division that stand out to me the most. Um, bone stocks, especially, I think you really got to look out for Matt Boyce. Yeah, you know, he, came, he came into the 2019 season as a as a complete greenhorn, and you know, within a couple of nights, this guy was winning. You know, he he goes home to the shop, and you know, like everyone else, he does his homework. Yep. He's, he's been able to figure out his car and he knows what works and he knows what doesn't. Uh, mini stocks, you know, that's, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, you know, I, I know a couple of mini stock drivers myself. They're, they're really competitive. Um, when the equipment works, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, one that might be, uh, you might want to watch out for is he's returning after some time, some much needed time off uh, would be the great fireball Townsend coming out of retirement. I, I, I do agree with you there, but remember though, we got like Doug Butler, Eric York and all them coming back too. So there's a, no, there's a couple, it, it's hard to pick one guy. Um, super stocks, it's, that's a real, that's a gamble for me just just because I have to be impartial here because, you know, I I, I do work on a super stock or a couple, so I kind of got to be impartial to this, this, this question. So, 
I think we're going to skip the super stocks and we'll go with the prolates. Yeah, I got to be impartial to my friends that run super stocks because they're pretty competitive. Yeah. Um, prolates, you know what? I'd like to see Colton in the prolate. I'd like to see how he does moving from the super stock, you know, the, the super snot rods up to the prolates. Yep. I, I think that would be a show to watch. Definitely. Okay. So I'm going to add on to that question. Um, so with you, I don't know. Um, Brandon's got this last question here for you. I know I'm kind of jumping into it. Actually, you know what? I'm going to hand it over to Brandon first. I'll let him ask you this question first, and then I'll go back and add on to my question. So, Brandon, go ahead. All right. Um, like, with COVID and stuff like that, so I know it's going to be tough to kind of answer it, but what are your plans for the 2021 season? Are you going to jump back in a car, or are you going to, you know, put um, some tires on, or what are we What are we looking at? For you know Kevin? what? Right, we kind of – Three Wide Motorsports kind of fumbled the ball on that one with the, the whole COVID thing and the bone stock. Um, I'm looking to get back into the ride. Um, we, we've got something set up. It's, it's, you know, it's not set in stone yet. Um, we're, get, we're getting the pieces and the parts, you know, all put together, and we're getting this machine turning. Um, hoping to get behind the wheel of a bone stock real soon. Um, otherwise most likely going to focus on the super stock, maybe contend for a championship, maybe a couple of velocities, who knows? <laughs> I, I'd say a colors, but maybe that might be pushing it a little bit. <laughs> um, definitely going to try my hand at spotting for the super stock. That would be, uh, that's like kind of my next level thing. If I don't get to drive, I'd love to spot. Um, kind of throw my hand into that ring. Uh, that that I'd like to do as well too, a spot for somebody. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think Morgan's done it a time or two. So, oh yeah, I've I've been down that road. It's always a it's a stressful time, you know. Drivers think uh, they have stressful times, but the spotters, you know, they they get more stressful and they lose their hair more than the driver does. I, in my opinion, that's where Morgan's gray hair comes from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The girlfriend knows she starts to point out the gray hairs. So. <laughs> You know, they, you know, they make a product for that. It's called Just for Men. <laughs> Come on. I like a be, you know, be natural. With a touch of gray. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to jump back. Um, now we know what your plans are for 2021. So Brandon kind of, you know, his, um, his the question kind of stayed the same uh, with this one uh, through him. But what driver now, if you're planning on going to a bone stock, what drivers do you now, uh, being be back behind the wheel, have to look out for? Is it still Matt Boys, or is there you know more than just one driver now that you now have to watch out for being on the racetrack as well? Now, before you answer that, Ken, remember that Matt Boys, he's going up to mini stock part-time too, so he won't be running a full season, I don't think. Um, you know – to re-answer that question, thinking about it, you know, me getting back behind the wheel, um, I don't really think there's more than one driver. I think it would be everybody, really. I mean, yep. everyone's, you know, the ones that were lucky enough and fortunate enough to run, you know, in the limited 2020 season that we did actually get, um, 
you know, I kind of stayed to the sidelines on that one. Um, a lot of people got seat time. So yeah. a lot of people have got, you know, a little more experience than I do. Um, <laughs> you know, my brother, for instance, first time out. And you know what? Running up at Varney didn't do too bad. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see how he does maybe at sunset on the big oval. Um, you know, Jeff Flam, you know, running, running the bone stock as well. Although he's going, you know, mini part-time as well. Um, the Wilmans, they, they, they've all had, you know, they've all got good cars. Uh, they've all gone to the Integra for this year. So those are some, you know, some guys to watch out for. Definitely. I'll agree with you on that one. They're, they, especially Andrew, Andrew got really fast over 2020 season. Oh yeah. He's, oh, he's yeah, definitely absolutely. done his homework. He's got that car hooked up pretty good. So yeah, yeah. He's, he's putting the special, he's putting the special soft to that car. He's <laughs> done his homework for sure. There's no and doubt that, about that. He's done his homework. Yep. Absolutely. And that's the biggest key with, especially going to different racetracks and Ken, you would know, you kind of backed me up on this. Cause you know, me and you have both worked on teams and you know, the homework and the binders that all these teams oh, carry yeah. just to go from track to track to track. And most people um, think that, you know, if, oh, if I have a setup in one and okay, if I have a setup at sunset, it should work at Flamborough. Um, Absolutely. You are 100% right on that. Uh, you know, prime example, the super stocks, like you said, you know, working on teams, not every setup is going to work for this, for, you know, for a different track. What? I know going to Jucasa there, uh, we tried to set up in that, in a, in a super stock at Jucasa from sunset. It didn't work. So yep. you really got to be able to do your homework and figure out what works and just what doesn't. Yep. Well, and, and two as well, it, even just at, at one track, like a, a setup that you did maybe in April when it was cold out to a set, you know, to now you're in June where it's a little bit warmer, that setup that you tried in April might not even work. You might have to change it up. So it's yeah, always fun to work on cars. And then, you know, when you get a car, you kind of have, you know, the little tinker gray line areas. <laughs> it's always a good time. Yeah, Morgan's pretty good for that gray area. Oh, I, I can't admit that, but <laughs> yeah, you, got, you, you like a lot of people say, you got to do what you got to do to win. And, you know, you're not cheating. You're on the gray line. You're in the middle. <laughs> That's it. So, Brandon, do you have any more, you know, kind of topics you want to talk about with Ken here? As we know, we still got a little bit of time left here. And um, One question I do have, what? What, what track do you think in Ontario besides Jucasa? Because it's everybody, Jucasa is everybody's favorite. So, what's your second favorite track to go watch any class race? Um, well, you know what? Besides, I've only been to Jucasa once this year, the first time going. Uh, I wouldn't really pick Jucasa, although it is a nice track to go to. Oh yes, <laughs> I'd have to say Peterborough. Oh, everybody, man, that is that is the track. Superstock, you know, working the Superstock at, at Peterborough, that is to me the definition of a driver's track. Yep, it, it's not so much the banking; it, it's it's more of a flat track. 
So the driver really has to put some put forth some effort there to to actually make it work. Yep. Yeah, me and Brandon agreed. We both said Peterborough. Yeah. Oh, it's a driver's race, I reckon. You get on that top lane, if you're that top outside lane, you better, you know, hopefully you can make it stick because I know 90% of people on the top lane can never get the stick. So if you can get it the stick, you're 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 likely going to go away with the win on that one. All right. Well, yeah. to, to follow that up, what is your least favorite track? If you don't want to say it, you don't have to because I know some people, you know, they don't want to put a track down or anything like that. But what is your least favorite track? Um, well, I've never, I've only ever raced at Sunset and I've only ever been to Peterborough, um, for the most part, a track I don't think I'd like running so much would have to be Varney just for the simple fact that going into turn three, it's kind of like Pocono. You're driving right for the wall. <laughs> yep. I can agree with that one. <laughs> yep. I, I, I've seen the footage and you're driving towards that outside wall and you crank that wheel as hard as you can and you hope to god that she sticks yeah <laughs> well morgan well, least, morgan knows all one, about that so one thing i like about varney and, and you know like like brandon said we're not you know we're not here to put tracks down you know we we appreciate all the tracks but you know um I can agree with Ken there. You know, the, the turn four wall um, comes out very – makes the track unique. It's like an old brand, and you can kind of – Ken, you could probably – you've probably been the Barry's back when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, Barry's Speedway turn four, it, it was always a nightmare for a lot of people. And my dad raced track, and he said the same thing. You know, you come out of four, you're, you're going in the four, you're nice and easy on the wheel, and then – Basically, at the end of pit road, you're cranking the that thing hard as you can go left, and just to keep <laughs> on, just to come out of the corner straight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember the year that Doug Butler first came to Barry Speedway. Man, I think the first four nights there, he was bouncing that rear quarter panel off the turn four wall every time he came out of that corner. I think everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> so with the off season that you had, uh Ken, I'm gonna kinda add on here. Um with the 2000 season or 2020 20 season that uh, we kind of had, it was kind of, you know, uh uh I'm gonna say a washout, basically. There was tracks that was able to run. Um were you able to get to any track in Ontario in 2021? And you know, who'd you help out? Like what type of track did you go to and um, for the 2020 season, I was able to make it to, uh, I was able to make it up to Flamborough a couple of times and I, I was able to help the Wilmans. Yep. Uh, the, the off season was kind of nice for me cause I got to, I got to take a step back from the driver's seat and I got to really be more of a mechanic. Yeah. So to speak in layman's terms. Um, it was nice to be able to be the mechanic for once. I got to learn a little bit more about the cars I was working on, um, which is not always necessarily a bad thing. No, 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 not at all. The next season you're going to be racing against him, but I digress. Yep. Um, you know, especially working on like our super stock and the mini, you know, being put in charge of, you know, changing a transmission for a race, you know, making sure that the cars are, are in tip top shape, ready to go. Yep. 
No, that's the key is, you, you know, you want to make sure the cars are ready to go. And, and a lot of the drivers now, you know, rely and, you know, they rely on their crew members to make sure, you know, stuff gets done, checkbook gets done, you know, and you're basically, you're ready to go for the weekend. So that's it. Uh, I got one more question here for you, Ken. Yep. Okay. Um. Oh, I think I just lost it. Oh, no. <laughs> Um. Oh, if you were to have to pick one, what one would you pick? The drive or be a mechanic? And like to be like, when I say mechanic, like on any car you're choosing, like super stock, prolates, all that kind of stuff. If I had to choose, honestly, I would be a mechanic on our super stock. I. I've learned so much in the short time that I've been on this team, working the super stock, you know, changing the tires, pulling motors and transmissions, you know, learning how this car really works, you know, learning what, what real racing is, making, you know, making the car set up to the point where it just, it works every time. It just doesn't quit. Um, so if I had to give up racing, Mechanic would not be a would not be a bad second. Oh, I I agree with you there. Like sometimes I honestly I do think about hanging the helmet up and just turning wrenches, but you know once you get that itch, you just can't get rid of it. Yeah, I feel I'm bad definitely. for Morgan; he's got to sit out this year. So yeah, I know. And like I said in our video there, Brandon, it, it's going to be definitely weird pulling into the speedways this year and and uh, me not you know jumping in the fire suit and climbing in and. But it's uh, like you know, I'll, I'll add on the cans. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice and, and relaxing this year. You know, just just a crew and and um, you know, bring another rookie into the field and you know, just go on and have some fun. Absolutely. Oh, I better not get a phone call on a Friday night saying we're putting an automatic in your car. No, nope. oh, no, <laughs> no. I do have a second car, but I don't know. I I don't know what the plan is with that one yet. Like I said, in a another podcast, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but if I, if I put something in it, we'll have some fun with it. How about you, Ken? Do you got any questions for me or Morgan? Um, well, I mean, you kind of answered one of the questions with the statement about, you know, putting the automatic in the car, you know, would you be looking forward to running a season, Morgan, or, or are you just are you happier kind of being the crew chief, you know, being the setup guy, so to speak? Um, well, you've got to stop me on that one. <laughs> you know, I like, like which one, you know? like which one, like I've known you for a long time now. Yep. And, you know, being out to the shop, I've seen all the pictures and, you know, I've seen the quarter panels and the doors. You know, and, and the countless talks we've had, and believe me, they've gone on for literally hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hours. <laughs> I think we've popped one before. Sometimes no work ever gets done. Sometimes no work ever gets done on the car <laughs> because the conversation just goes so long. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Well, not at all. What do you prefer more? Do you prefer driving, you know, behind the wheel, or do you prefer to – wrench on the car and you know you make it safe for the other guy or in this case other girl yep guy? yep girl <laughs> oh okay okay 
Um, I don't know. Just um, we'll 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 come back to that, you know, in in, in the end of 2021. But no, uh, <laughs> on a serious note, you know, when you're when you're when you're clawing at the side of the car, you're saying, I want to get in, I want to get in. Exactly, you know, I'm going down to my team. We'll um, I don't know. It's 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 going to be a hit and miss. Um, obviously, like I said, it's it's going to be very very weird. But um, in the long run, uh, you know, I'm happy to, um, you know, bring someone else in and basically be be like a Taylor Holdaway. You know, bringing bringing a couple of rookies in and, and you know bring at least bring one in for now and you know. Who knows? Maybe we can bring another one in. Um, well, you know, I uh, I kind of, you know, following the good old Tim Watson steps there, you know, he did his – he he raced for so many years, and now he, he brought his kid in. And um, But, yeah, I'm kind of – I don't know. Um, it's going to be – like I said, it's going to be weird, but uh, I'm looking forward to a new adventure and, and um, learning, you know. Um, the setups, the setups are going to be the key part now, is because you know I'm so used to, for me, knowing how I drive and how I like the car set up to you know someone that's never drove a car, or well, never drove a race car. Um, so it's uh, me and Dad have our hands full for 2021. I'm just gonna uh, say that no, no more than at least there. <laughs> well, that kind of answered my second question. <laughs> How how is it gonna feel when you've got to set the car up for somebody that isn't you? Because your 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 driving style, you know, it's it's the ass end's got to slide a little bit. So listening to the driver input, what, what's that gonna feel like for you? Are are you gonna try and you know tweak it here and there? Like maybe maybe they're gonna oh, yeah. like this setup a little bit, and then see if they come back with no, I don't like it at all, or yeah, no, it's uh, really fun. I got you know, I have some sleep, I have some tricks up my sleeve that you know my um, uh, Tim Watson has taught me over the years and watching him and and you know you, you put a setup in that you know the driver and you communicate with and and you know when they jump in the car you you know you go around and you you know you you, you twinkle with a little something and you know you make sure you write it down so this way you know okay she does she comes in and 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 if the driver comes and basically tries to hunt you down and strangle you. You can go, okay, now I know where you don't like it. So now we just, you know, step back and, and, and try it again. So um, I don't want to say too much about my, my, you know, my tricks up my sleeve, but uh, I'm going to say it in good terms on that part. So oh, is that the gray area part that we were talking about? No, 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 no. <laughs> just, there's no, there's no gray lines and, and setup wise, you know, it's, um, it's a free flow. So. It's black or it's white. It's either. Yep, exactly. <laughs> There's no in between. So yeah, like I said, you know, it's uh, you know, it, I got some tricks, and you know, we'll just if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, if it works, great. Um, but if it if it doesn't work, I better uh, better hide my because I'll probably get drop kicked. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now my next question to both of you. Um, and I know I'm kind of starting to feel like the host a little bit here, but you know, I I, I know I'm the only, I'm the bone stock guy here, and you you guys have raced minis for for a while. You guys used yep. to race on the uh, the Falcons, um, you know, and me crewing on a on a mini. Um, do, do you think with 
the track's going to this new so-called super tire um, that they, they're coming out with. Um, do you think you guys are going to have a, a bit of an advantage because it, it's supposed to be like a Falcon? Or do you think you guys are going to be on a, a level playing field? With Brandon, you want to start off? <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't like. I don't have much experience with the Falcon. Like I, I put a set on the Bone Stock a couple nights. You know, I got in trouble for it, but there was only six cars there, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> uh, like when I went to Peterborough, you know, I, I, I tested the car there on the Falcons and stuff, and you know, when I went down, I helped a uh, car out at Flamborough there. I talked to a few guys, and um, honestly, I that. The super tire thing that they keep talking about, I personally don't think it'll do much. Like, everybody swore on the 660s and stuff like that. Um, it'll work for a Honda, but you can't get any stagger out of them, so you can't run them on the Mustangs. So, personally, I I think the 615s, right. the Falcons, uh, pretty much give us the best advantage. But then again, though, like I know some guys, they they love the Hoosiers because you get lots of stacks for the Hoosiers. And for like, I don't know if Morgan did really much with the Hoosiers or not because I know he wasn't really aiming for a championship or nothing. So just kind of out there once in a while. But I know like the Hoosiers, you can get two inches of stagger out of those things. So my thoughts on it, the super tire, I don't think it'll give any. Advantage. If you really do work on the thing, and honestly, I think the only way you're pretty much getting an advantage out of it is if you stick around a rotisserie for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, my thoughts. <laughs> I don't know anybody that would do um, that. Well, you know, my input. I don't want to you know, go too crazy about it, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, with the Hoosiers, I did, you know, I did a half a season in 2019 with them at Sunset, and I absolutely hated them with a passion. Um, just for a guy that, you know, went from, you know, went six years with racing on, on Falcons to, and then, you know, take a year off and then jump into a, a mini with Hoosiers. It was just, it was basically like, you know, you take, you just jump on a, a pad of ice and you just go, go, you know, sliding across your shoes on. That's basically what it felt with me. Um, Needless to say, 2020, oh, really? when I got my two chances to race at Varney, um, I quickly, I, you know, I went to my sponsor and went to Tim and said, hey, can I bring some tires to you? If, when I got the chance to put Falcons on the car, I, I put the nail on the coffin. And, <laughs> and um, you know, the super tire, I haven't done really much much research on it. Um, honestly, I haven't really heard much about the tire situation that we were supposed to run. Um, I'm waiting for Sunset to post the, the rules and stuff, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We, we have some tires right now that are 615s. Um, you know, if we might, who knows, we might grab a one of those super tires and, you know, throw them on the car and, you know, at least drop them in. But, um, yeah, my, my opinion, I'm not going to get too much into my opinion about the tire rule, but uh, um. You know, it is what it is. We have to, you know, as, you know, being a car owner now, we have to follow the rules and we just got to stick with them. And um, like I said, my vote would be, you know, um, with the information that, you know, Brandon and I have talked about with them, 
I've seen that, you know, other drivers posting them. I don't think they'll last as long as, you know, maybe a 615. I could be wrong. I ain't a tire guy, so, um, you know, I don't know how long a street tire can last and stuff like that. But um, it, it, it's going to be a hit and miss. Uh, like Brandon said, you know, I know a couple of guys that are just staying with the Hoosiers. Um, you know, um, I know a couple of guys that up at Flamborough that are, are staying with the American Eagle and or American, American Racer. And, um, you know, it, it brings you down to preference. That's the biggest thing. Um, you know, like, I'll, I'll jump back in on this. Like, it's hard to really say, though, because Sunset, they didn't really be specific too much on the tire rule. Like, I know a couple guys asked if, you know, we could bring down the American racers. I personally mm-hmm. wouldn't mind trying out the racers, um, yeah. but you can't run an eight inch rim at Sunset. So I know a couple of the guys, they, you know, they said, like, let's allow the 8-inch rim to come down. And, you know, so it's it's pretty much down to whether or not Sunset is going to let the tire rule fly. Because yeah. I know they were hemming and hawing about the 660 because there's no rating on it, which, you know, I agree with that. It does say in the rules that it's supposed to be a Y or X or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or it's and the 660 rating. doesn't have a rating on it yet because they haven't track tested it yet. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, like, by the time racing comes, the 660 could have a rating on it, but it's it's kind of hit, like, it's kind of hit and miss like Morgan said. If you race six years on the 615s, you're not going to want to jump to a different tire because you know how the car is going to react on the 615. Yeah. So it, it's it's kind of hit and miss, really, with the thing okay. but, but yeah my biggest thing with the tires honestly was the bone stocks man finding the right tire to run in the bone stocks i'll i'll stick with my falcons in the minis i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's uh we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up it was a good you know a good podcast here tonight and uh Hey Ken, uh, let us know. You know if there's uh, you want to jump back on and just you know, do a little, a little, you know, just have some fun in, in, in the near future before race season. And yeah, absolutely. Maybe maybe with some updates on the uh, the thirty-one yeah, yeah, sure. season, maybe. You know? Won't give too, won't give too many updates, yeah. but you know, there's there's things in the pipeline. I think our, our, our my biggest my biggest thing right now is is making sure this yeah. super stock we've got is, is gonna work. Uh as long as you know racing cooperates and the tracks, you know, are, are gonna go back to what they did in twenty twenty where they're gonna allow us to race. Um I'd really like to see what this super stock's capable of. I've been told it's it's phenomenal. Like it I missed the, the one yeah. practice day we had because I had to work. So I missed practice day on that, but I was told this well, thing like, is just I know at the, at the meeting, Brian did it, say it, that he is, just... as long as the lockdown and stuff ends, he is going to get some racing going. But what I want to know is Mr. Superstock going to hop into that mini stock this year? Well, I don't know if Mr. Superstock or, as <laughs> I've started dubbing him, Mr. Excitement. I don't know if he'll hop into the mini because it's it's a Honda, 
but we we have been kind of tossed around the idea of, you know, maybe <laughs> him showing me how it's done and, you know, <laughs> him hopping in the bone stock saying, you know what, it's not the car that's the problem, it's the guy driving it. You know what I mean? You know, if 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 we build the car completely to the rules and this thing's still slow for me, yeah, he's gonna hop in the car. You know, and, and if he proves me wrong, well, <laughs> you're fired. Good for me. <laughs> he's he's gonna tell me what's wrong with you. It's not the car; it's the guy driving it. Uh, that's all I so, want to know, man. We'll definitely go. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. School of driving. Okay, well, I'm gonna. It'll definitely be a, a learning curve for me going to the driving school, learning yeah. how to actually drive. It's going to be a learning year for a lot of people. So I want to, uh, you know, um, we can always get on different topics uh, on another one. Um, but, uh, you know, I want to thank Ken. Uh, thank you uh, for taking time out of your, your evening here. I know you got little ones at home and, and you know, you got to get stuff for work tomorrow. But Oh, no problem. <laughs> yeah, bright and early. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign off. I also want to thank uh, Brandon for coming on as well, taking time out of your evening again. No problem. So, uh, no problem. What time? So we'll uh, we'll catch you guys uh, on another one. So ciao for now, guys. See you later. Thank you. Ciao.